Welcome to the Outcomes Rocket Podcast, where we inspire collaborative thinking, improved outcomes, and business success with today's most successful and inspiring healthcare leaders and influencers. And now your host, Saul Marquez. And welcome back to the podcast. Today I have the outstanding Steve Lawton. He's a motivational speaker with an amazing story and an incredibly practical message. He's recovered completely from a severe trauma, including a broken back, broken neck, and severe head injury. He's given TED Talks. He's an author of Head First, a crash course in positivity, a story about how his attitude literally saved his life from a near-fatal skiing accident. I know our day-to-day in healthcare could oftentimes feel like a skiing accident, so uh, Steve actually went through it. He enjoys helping others by sharing his story and practical advice on how to create a positive mindset, lead with positivity, and achieve better outcomes for individuals and organizations. You're on the Outcomes Rocket, and we care about outcomes, and so Steve's story is going to help you do that. He's given his talk at Dell and other large companies, and he's been featured on KVUE News, as well as been a lecturer at universities such as the University of Texas, Texas A&M, etc. And so in his spare time, Steve does like to volunteer with youth lacrosse. He stays busy with that. And so it's a pleasure to have him on the podcast today to share his message. Steve, welcome. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me. Absolutely. Now, Steve, what is it that, uh, that I left out of that intro that you want to share with the listeners? Oh, I don't know. I think that was pretty good. <laughs> I think it's great. Like, that's exactly what I want to cover today. This is really about my story, what I learned during this, my recovery from this dramatic skiing accident, and the lessons that I pulled from it that really helped me recover and that can help anyone overcome any obstacle or challenges in front of them and, and get the outcomes that they want. Love it. No, that's really great, Steve. And folks, you're probably like, okay, this is a little different for like the typical interview that we do, but it actually is is very relevant, Steve, as a patient that recovered, right? You want your patients to recover. And also with your day-to-day, I thought it'd be really great to change it up a little bit and talk about philosophy, talk about values that will help you get through those tough times. Mergers and acquisitions are happening. We're dealing with a lot of things in the new climate in this year. And so Steve is what the doctor ordered. So um, Steve, I'd love to hear from you, your story. Tell us what happened. Okay. So it happened in spring break ski vacation in 2014. And the accident happened on March 9th. It was a Sunday, a skiing with my family or on a ski trip with my family. And this was the first run of the day. And I was on this run with my brother-in-law. It was a black groomed, groomed black diamond run. And I came out of both skis in the center of the run, landed on my back. And because it was um, black diamond, very steep run, I accelerated after I came out of my skis as I slid down the run on my back. At the bottom mm-hmm. of the run, the run turned. I went straight right into a tree, head first into a tree. And the ski wow. tracks app that I had on my phone that was tracking my speed and where I was on the mountain said I was going 45 miles an hour when I hit that tree head first. Now, wow. although it's the key point of this, this talk is like I was wearing a helmet and I can promise you if I wasn't wearing a helmet, I wouldn't be talking to you today. So and one of the lessons, mm. like if you ski, please wear a helmet, promise you I wouldn't be here today if I wasn't there or if I wasn't wearing one. But I was um, flown, this was in Breckenridge, Colorado. I was mm-hmm. flown to St. Anthony's 
in Denver, Colorado, uh, Lakewood, um, mm -hmm. a suburb of Denver, which was a fantastic hospital, a uh, fantastic facility. And those doctors essentially brought me back to life um, or took me from the edge of death and, and brought me back. And I credit a big part of my recovery to the care that I got there. So a big thank you to everyone who contributed with that. And the hospital contributed along with my wife and my friends with the other thing that I talk about here, which is really the role that my attitude played in saving my life. And I say with conviction that my attitude literally saved my life. And if you would like, I can go into the kind of the brief description of why I say that. Absolutely. Okay. So the injuries that I had was a severe brain injury. I had bleeding between the skull and the brain. I collapsed both lungs, tore a blood vessel behind my sternum that bled into my heart cavity. So my heart wasn't beating properly. I wow. broke my sternum in several places. I bled into my left eye, damaged the nerve of the controls where my eyes point. So my eyes were not pointed in the same direction and broke 13 bones, hmm. sternum, ribs, left arm, and six vertebrae. So to have just survived all of that is pretty remarkable, but to have recovered completely like I have, I feel like I'm a walking miracle. And the reason why I saved my attitude saved my life is um, two days before a major complication, I had a profound experience laying in the hospital bed um, where I believe God spoke to me. And what I heard laying there was, Steve, if you want to live and see your kids again, you need your lungs. And if you want your lungs, you're going to have to fight for them. Huh. And I knew what that meant. I'd had the breathing tube removed the day before, and the doctors and nurses had given me a spirometer and told me that I had to do these deep breath breathing exercises in order to, for my lungs to continue to heal. And with broken ribs and a broken sternum, taking deep breaths was painful. And so I didn't want to do it. Mm -hmm. But after getting that message, I did it, you could say, since I think it was God that told me I did it religiously, but I did those breathing exercises to the, my greatest ability every hour like they told me. And within two days, my lungs had healed tremendously. Every time I did one of those breathing exercises, it would expand my lungs a little bit, but it would also loosen up some of the blood that had collected in the bottom of my lungs. And I would have a violent coughing fit and cough that blood up. Wow. And so if you've ever coughed for the bruised rib, having a violent coughing fit with a broken sternum and broken ribs and broken back was by far the most painful thing that I have ever done. And I did it every hour. Mm -hmm in my mind that the alternative was dying and that was just not an option. And so I just mm -hmm. kind of forced myself to go do this. And so two days after that started, um, my lungs had healed to the point where I was no longer on oxygen at all. And that was when I experienced a, a complication of a bilateral pulmonary embolism. Hmm. And I believe that the only reason that I'm alive today is because I had done those breathing exercises and expanded my lung capacity enough that the doctors and nurses had the time to diagnose and, and treat that very dangerous condition, and it saved my life again. That's why I say with, with conviction that my attitude literally saved my life, is because if I hadn't had that attitude and that drive, I wouldn't have done those exercises, my lungs wouldn't have healed, and I would have died from that complication. Well, I appreciate you sharing the story, Steve, is definitely... A place that I don't think anybody wishes to be in. And um, folks, you're listening right now and you're probably thinking, wow, this problem that I thought I had <laughs> isn't really a problem. And, you know, not until the house caves in or your health gives way, do you really start to 
to gain appreciation for your day to day. And, and Steve is a great example of attitude changing your life. Steve, I'd love to hear from you. So this happened. Now, what is the philosophy? How can people, you know, apply what you learn and learn from what you went through? Thank you for asking that. Because that was really, after, it took me about a year to recover completely. I mean, it was, as you might expect, a lot of, a lot of work and a lot of mm-hmm. misery and pain and hard work. But after that year, I had another profound kind of thing that happened to me where I started, just kind of got a new purpose in life to share my story. And working at Dell, and I still work at Dell today, I came into Dell the day after it was on the day I celebrate my alive day is now March 9th, and I celebrate it like a birthday. And that night I had this experience where I committed to sharing my story with the world and coming to work that next day, figuring out like, what does this mean? What does sharing my story mean? And I saw a email from the talent development organization inside of the organization I work in. And they were having a speaker series and I reached out to them and I said, set up some time with them and shared my story with them and said, do you you think anybody would want to hear this? And they said, yes. And so that was when I started thinking about, okay, how do I make this story of surviving and recovering from a skiing accident have anything to do with working at Dell? And that was where Mm -hmm. the book and uh, everything kind of came to life. It's really not a story about the accident or just my recovery, but it's a story about how important our attitude is in achieving our goals and our outcomes and our objectives. And then also, like, what are some practical things that you can do to improve your optimism or your positivity so that you're more likely to achieve those outcomes? So what happened was when I was recovering from my accident, everything was recovering really well. The only thing that there was any uncertainty about was my brain injury. And so Mm -hmm. I started studying about the brain and I learned two things. One is I learned how important um, our attitudes are in both healing as well as there's a lot of science around how important attitude is in accomplishing objectives. And there's science behind that. The more confidence you bring into a situation, the more likely you are to get the outcome you want in that situation. And then the second thing that I learned about was neuroplasticity in that our brains are changing how they're structured based on what you do and think every day. So if you're not very optimistic today or not very positive today, all you have to do to become more optimistic or more positive and get these more confident and get these better outcomes is practice the things that make you that way. And every time you practice them, you're through that neuroplasticity, you're slowly changing the structure of your brain so that your posit- what the psychologists call the positivity offset will help you compensate for the negativity bias that we're all born with. And so in the book and what I talk about is some very, very practical things that you can do to improve your positivity, change the structure of your brain over time, and just be more naturally. When you do find yourself in a situation where something has gone wrong, that you're more naturally going to move to this mindset of, okay, now what am I going to go do to move from that why me to the what now mindset. I love that. And so folks, the book is called Head First, A Crash Course in Positivity. You can check out Steve's website. It's stevehlawton.com. You'll see all the things that he's up to, his video, his recovery video, the miracle recovery, 
his TED Talk. Everything is in there, stevehlawton.com. You could also go to outcomesrocket.health and type in Steve Lawton, and you'll see that link in there as well. So definitely an inspiring story, Steve, that you just kind of shared with us. I hope, listeners, you, you take this story and you just think to yourself, wow, what am I going through and what can I do to increase my positivity? What can I do to boost that? And so if you're looking for ideas on how to do that, Steve's got some really cool uh, um, practical guides on his website. But also, if you're a, a health leader looking to inspire your organization, Steve also is a speaker. So maybe you can chat with us about your, your speaking and things like that that you do. Yeah, sure. So I started speaking again here in, inside of Dell after the one year of the recovery. And after I gave the talk the first time, the feedback that I got was overwhelming and convinced me that this was a, a story worth, worth telling. And from that point forward, I've given the talk probably hundreds of times inside and outside of Dell at strategic events or all hands meetings or keynotes of conferences and things like that. And really the message, what I find interesting about the message is that the story is really, it's a powerful story and captures the attention, but the real value in it is in the practical advice of things that you can do differently to improve your positivity and how you think. A couple of examples of that is I'll talk about like the first one is just setting that when you know you have an important event that's coming in your life, whether it's a crucial conversation with a loved one that you want to go well, or a presentation that you're giving, or a important decision that's going to be made and you're a part of that group that's making that decision and you have an opinion or a point of view that you want to make sure is heard before that event doing something that puts you in a confident or positive mindset right before that event. And those things that do that are can be a number of things that make you positive or happy or confident. Exercise always works. It can be something as simple as giving someone a compliment, taking the time to give someone a compliment to say, um, recognize them individually about something that they did, something specific that they did, how it made you feel or the results that you saw from it and how it made you feel and why that was important. When you give that compliment to someone, the science shows that they get a boost in positivity. You as a person providing the compliment also get almost as big a boost in your confidence and your positivity as the receiver does. And if you've done it publicly, everyone who witnessed it also gets a positivity boost, not as big as the giver or receiver, but it changes the whole environment. So that's another way to set your confident mindset. And another one is like the Dr. Amy Cuddy's um, video about the just sitting or standing in a confident pose for three minutes can change your attitude. There's a number of ways to go do it. If you love being outdoors, go sit outdoors, talk to a loved one, number of ways to make yourself positive. And then one last principle that I'll share is like, what happens, what to do when everything is, is going wrong and everything at some point in our lives or in a project or a thing that we're driving, something's going to go wrong. And so when this happens, there's a five questions to ask yourself to get you from that, that why me mindset, why is this happening to me, to the what now mindset. And the five questions are, the first one's the toughest to answer. It's what's going, while everything's going wrong, what's going well? Take the time to answer that question and force yourself mm -hmm. to do it. The second question is, why is that going well? 
now you're trying to get underneath the covers of what's going well. To, are there things that you can use and why that's going well to help you overcome it? And you, you'll start to change your mindset a little bit. The third question is, what's my objective or what's my goal? What is it I'm driving for? The fourth question is, why is that goal important to me? What's in it for me or the organization or why are we after this? And then the fifth question is, who's going to do what by when? And if it's just you in this situation, then you get all the action items. But if it's a group, this works with just you and it works with groups as well. Anyway, just a, a simple structure to get you through a challenging situation and help you, help you change your mindset and overcome it. Love it, Steve. Some practical advice that I think all of us could use. So if you wanted to get that Again, just go hit the rewind button, listen to it again, or just go to outcomesrocket.health. Check out the link to Steve's website, and you'll be able to find that there. So, Steve, tremendously inspiring work and very practical tips. What's going well, you know, and why, and what's the objective? So, I love all of these things. Why don't you leave us with a parting piece of advice and then the best place where the listeners could get in touch or follow you? So a parting piece of advice would be that even though I'm talking about positivity and, and building your confidence, one of the things that I learned personally um, while I was trying to be Mr. Positivity was that being positive isn't about pushing away or, or not feeling any of the other, I now call them unpleasant emotions that we feel. This is something that when I was in the middle of writing my book on positivity, anytime I would feel anger or sadness or any of these things, I'd say, look, you can't feel those. You're Mr. Positivity. And I'd feel like I was a hypocrite. And I realized that each of these emotions that we have serve a purpose. And my advice now is lean in. When you do feel anger, someone's on your turf or something's happening that you need to pay attention to. So lean into it, feel it, and Try to get as much information out of that out of that feeling that you have so that you can take the right and appropriate action for the situation that you're in. So last piece of advice is if you're not feeling positive all the time, it doesn't mean that you're not doing it right. You are. Positivity thing is about that neuroplasticity and practicing it and building up that neuroplasticity and those positivity circuits in your brain so that you can be more naturally just fall into that positive mindset. And then where you can find more information about me, like you said, is my website, stevehlawton.com. The book is Head First, A Crash Course in Positivity, and that's available on Amazon. And you can follow me on uh, social media as well with the tag, with my handle is Steve H. Lawton, L-A-W-T-O-N. Outstanding, Steve. Hey, this has been uh, inspiring. Listeners, take Steve up on the invitation to connect. Find out how his work could impact you and your teams. Because, uh, you know, there's, there's definitely not enough of this out there. Find a way to, to implement what he is sharing with us today. And I know that it'll make an impact for you here in the new year. So, Steve, really want to thank you for spending time with us and uh, looking forward to staying in touch. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the Outcomes Rocket podcast. Be sure to visit us on the web at www.outcomesrocket.com for the show notes, resources, inspiration, and so much more.